Welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. Let us help you escape your mind. Welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. We have episode number, let's see here, 282. Um, so out of the five years, uh, or over five years of doing the show, and 280 plus episodes, we have never done one where I have been solo. So that's what's happening here. Uh, it is Mind Escape history. Um... So we've had like five or six episodes scheduled for this month and all the people had to either reschedule or cancel or whatever the case may be. Totally normal. Um, but I just figured I'm going to just start doing the show solo if if that happens. So that's what I'm doing here. Um, and I thought I would update everybody on everything. Um, Maurice is actually um, on a backpacking trip right now. So... Um, he will be back. We're going to get an episode in here. Let's see. You're probably towards the beginning of the uh, the month. Um, welcome, Chase. Welcome. Uh, let's see here. But yeah, this is the first solo episode I have ever done, which is kind of crazy. Um, so a couple things I want to plug. If you have not seen our documentary yet, it is free on our YouTube channel. Um so go check that out. It's as within, so without, from UFOs to DMT. I have the links down below. We do have a director's cut available on our Patreon um, for seven seventy seven, as well as all of our other exclusive contents on there as well. Um, and yeah, and if you want to support the show in any way, all the link trees uh, links are down below. Uh, plus, we'd appreciate any positive feedback or ratings. If you're on Apple, give us... Give us a nice review. Same thing on Spotify. We really, really appreciate that. And uh, I just want to thank people that helped out while we were trying to get that documentary done. Um, let's see here. Shane, who was helping uh, fill in when Maurice you know, couldn't be here and uh, all that. So uh, thank you to Shane. Uh, PD, Leah, Daniel. Um, thank you to Chase for running the chats. Um, yeah. And Toby. Um you know, just everybody that's helped out uh, over the last like six months or so. I really appreciate it. And uh, I know Maurice really appreciates it as well. Keep this thing going. Um, but again, we are on to new things even more so than uh, all that. And of course, we will have all those people on in the future as well at some point. Um, again, I'm going to start plugging, as I mentioned before, uh, my top favorite glass artists and galleries online functional if you know what that means if you're part of the uh, cannabis culture um one of them being uh this this guy i believe he's out of oregon sean jappy uh j-a-p-p-e i believe is how you spell it. i could look it up but you can find him on uh etsy really really love his work um i also love um uh, my boy blake Maisie. 
my brother from another mother, um, and his uh, outlet's called Oakwood Hotworks. So go check out Blake. Um, and yeah, if you see me on Instagram, I'll, I'll be reposting and adding these stuff, these, uh, artists to my timeline and, uh, who else? I know I'm, I'm forgetting some people here. Um, uh, JC Marbles, who's our buddies, uh, our buddy, uh, Jeff, uh, Andrew Tischler, who he's actually been on a guest. He's been as a, a guest on the show before, uh, when we've talked about philosophy, um, the first couple times we talked to him, I actually didn't even know he was a glass artist, but he's he's making some really, really sick terp sets on, uh, you can find him on Instagram at uh, Andrew Tischler, uh, I believe, Andrew Tischler Glass, I believe. Um, yeah, so those people, um, yeah, and just, um, again, I'll keep highlighting my favorite people. Um, there's a lot, there's people um, I'm leaving out, but I'll get get to them at some point here and uh let's see here so again you want to support the show just click the uh, link tree link down below and now we're going to get into some juicy stuff here so um go this is a little bit of an agenda this is what i've been thinking i was kind of lost for a few months in terms of what i wanted to do with mind escape because my philosophies and views and beliefs and everything has been slowly changing if you've been following us for a while now <clears throat> again i still believe there's some weirdness out there true mysteries things we can't explain uh things that we should definitely look into um but i also want to call out the bs and the stuff that there's like no merit or it's purely speculation again which is fine but some of the people presenting those things are not <laughs> are not presenting it in that way um so going forward we're going to dial the ufo stuff back a bit um, we've been very UFO heavy this last year and rightfully so part of our documentaries based on that. Um, I was doing a lot of Twitter spaces. I was talking with a lot of people in the UFO community. Um, there's a lot of awesome people, but there's also a lot of drama, uh, in BS too. And, uh, just, it's, it's one of those things where just, I don't know, I just need a break from it and I'll always be interested in the topic. Obviously I think it, it's interesting, um, in the way it connects to our consciousness and mind and whether you think there's something to it or not or whatever, regardless of what your beliefs are on the topic, I think it's fascinating always. So, um, yeah, so we're going to, we're going to dial it back. Not to say we won't talk about it or do it, but just not at the level that we were. Um, we're going to do more original content. I'm going to be doing a lot of those research episodes, um, and presenting my own, research, which a lot of it's based on my own experiences, um, in doing these things. Uh, let's see here. I'm open too. if you, if anybody listening has any guests, suggestions or, um, topics or whatever. Uh, my only thing is if, if they're like a known scoundrel or charlatan, let's try and stay away from that. Um, and I know that there's some controversy over people we like on the show too but it's just one of those things where there's obvious ones too where i just don't even suggest them if if it's if that's the case um let's see here we're going to focus more on art and creativity um i want to like i said highlight originality or as close to being original as possible so if i see a cool artist or somebody doing something different um, i'll definitely bring it up and highlight that and uh yeah, I just, I'm on this kick where can, can we be original? Can we find true originality? Can we 
break that causal line that that kind of you know yes it's gotten us here it allows us to navigate the world but at the same time i think it definitely dampens and um you know basically tampers down um our own creativity and our, our thoughts regarding that stuff so yeah don't be a parrot and don't be a lemming just do your own research look your you know don't do the thing where if somebody says oh i know this and they tell it to you double check it look up at it you know cross-reference it look at five sources or you know do stuff like that so and if you don't care you don't care then don't fight with people about it either that's the other aspect of it um we're going to be getting back to more of the philosophical roots. I want to finish that ancient Greece series and then we'll touch back on like the pre-Socratics and Plato, Socrates, Aristotle. Um, we'll do some episodes on that stuff as well as philosophy of mind. And I want to try and finish some of the series we were working on, the mysteries of metaphysics, the what was Soma, um, again, the ancient Greece one, and just a couple other ones just to, to tie those up. Um, I feel like we didn't really end those the way that I would have liked. Um, let's see here. So this is kind of, these are some of my thoughts <laughs> regarding the different topics. I'll start with UFOs. Um, so this is kind of just where I'm at and where I want to go with the show and everything, but I believe there's definitely something real to the phenomenon, a.k.a. UFOs, UAP, whatever you want to call it, experiences, and I've had my own personal experiences. However, I am not on board with whatever the government and political angles and politicians and whoever's try thinks they're pushing whatever, I'm not on board with any of that, um, and nor do I believe that those people know anything and based on what I know about them should they even <laughs> know anything um, based on their knowledge set and their beliefs um, so that's partly where I'm at with that um, based on you could say oh they have more anomalous pics or data or videos or they have this or that or evidence or whatever based on what I've seen and people I've talked to I don't feel great about the i about the certainty in which a lot of people are that we have something beyond you know this realm or beyond this earth uh, as far as technology i'm happy to be wrong by the way and i uh, i'm not here to disagree or disparage anybody <clears throat> this is again just where i'm at my own thoughts and philosophies regarding these topics I always invite healthy dialogue and debate. And I have a lot of friends that heavily disagree with what I just said, which they do believe there's something there. They do believe we have something. I'm not. And could that be the case? Yeah, we could have had something. I just, I don't know. That's just, I'm not going to go into it. I've, I've talked about this before in comparison with like the Manhattan Project and secrecy things and all that. Again, I'm open to being wrong, and if something comes out, I'll I'll happily admit, you know, hey, I got this wrong. But, um, and again, I'm not going to go after anybody and debate them. Uh, but, yeah, it's just, uh, it's one of those things where, based on what I've seen and applying my own mind and pattern recognition and even throwing my OCD at it pretty heavily, that's just where I'm at with it. So, uh, yeah. And again, 
if you have cool evidence or somebody wants to talk about something, I'm always down to listen. It's not like, you know, but don't, don't bring me the charlatans. Don't bring me the idiots. Okay. This is mindscape. All right. So that's UFOs. Let's go to ancient mysteries and alternative archaeology. Um, again, I believe there are lost cities and civilizations and go other Gobekli Tepes and those type of things. Um, the thing that I don't know about anymore is the dates being pushed back to way older civilizations and um, super ancient technology. I'm definitely not. I'm anti-ancient alien. Um but as far as like the ancient technology, there's a hot debate going on right now. I think uh, I just saw somebody post some video. The dude from Uncharted Axe made some video about one of his pottery vases being measured. Um, and then uh, this other dude who debunks videos, I forget his name. I don't know. There's so many people that do this kind of stuff. But that this this guy... There's a debate going on right now, um, and this vase, vase, pottery, whatever it is, um, is very, very cylindrical uh, for what it is. However, they don't actually know where it came from for sure or the dating for sure. So again, lots of ambiguous things, but there's just another example where, you know, is this a one-off thing? Could whoever was making this thing could have just made some anomaly and not even have known it? You know, like, I don't know. These are the things that, yeah, is it interesting to me? For sure. I'll watch these videos. I love watching uh, some of these other channels and stuff like that. I just, again, I, I think that most people, when you hear these talking points, you see it both in the UFO community and the ancient mystery community where you'll see this rhetoric where it's like a... Uh, you know, well, Graham Hancock has his own like sayings and stuff like that, but like you'll have different people um, using different phrases and things like that. Like Graham Hancock will say things keep getting older. And I actually agree with him on that to some degree. I think that it's, it's, it's very, very um, peculiar um, that it's taken this long to realize that there was people in the Americas prior to 16, or 16,000 BC or whatever uh, the, the Bering Land Bridge dates are and all that and the Clovis first and all that. So again, uh, sometimes you get things right, sometimes you get things wrong. I don't I don't subscribe to just because one person got one thing right that we should listen to everything they say as gospel. And I, I apply that to everybody. That's not just um, fringe or just academic. But so I've read a lot of these academic books on ancient Egypt. I've read, you know, ancient Sumer what did the what do the because the talking point for the ancient alternative archaeology stuff is oh they have this agenda and they're suppressing this and that and whatever and you know here's this evidence and this is it's always like a few things there's not like a plethora of evidence it's like a couple little things um while the other side can present tremendous evidence and again I'm not taking sides I I believe that there is a dogma in academia, but I also believe there's a dogma in the fringe stuff too. Both have, you know, a dog in the fight, if you will. Um, I'm, if you're after truth, I don't know how you can be partial one way or the other. So that's why I feel like I'm, you know, it's like the, you know, stuck in the middle with you song or whatever. It's like, 
you know, whatever the lyrics, uh, clowns to the left of me and jokers to the right, you know, and I don't think I'm better or anything like that. I just don't think I'm dogmatic one way or the other. And I think a lot of people are. Um, so that's kind of, I just get frustrated. Um, you know, and then you have just people jumping through like way extra hoops for things to be true. The the one thing I was asking myself too is like, and I used to be part, by the way, I'm not above all this. I used to spout these same, you know, the same rhetoric and everything, but this idea that why would something, if let's say the pyramids are older or older than the suggested date, why would that make it more advanced? Like from a logic standpoint, that would actually make, uh, again, and they would argue, oh, the the uniformitarianism, which I don't necessarily believe that's true either. I believe that there, you know, there's cycles of things, and sometimes things go up and down. It's totally possible that there's been um, these types of cycles, but at the same time, based on all of the evidence that we currently have, um, you know, you just you, just, I, I just, I don't understand the just people repeating these same dogmatic phrases they'll watch a couple videos on youtube that present some ideas and they think that they did the homework themselves and the people that are doing the homework themselves that's awesome but where are you getting your sources what do you have any cognitive biases in your own mind that you're not addressing and that goes for both both sides academia and the fringe stuff too so Again, I'm trying to hold on Mindscape, you know, we try and hold everybody accountable. Um, and I don't love this like what's the the dork that's going to debate Graham Hancock. I don't love that dude either. Like I I've seen him spout some nonsense on Twitter as well. So I I don't know. I'm not feeling great about any of this, if I'm being honest. Um so, yeah, I mean, I've lost some confidence in Hancock after that series, if I'm being honest. If anybody that's seen our review of his uh, documentary series. So, you know, I defended him because there's a lot of people that were attacking him saying he's this or he's that or he's racist or this or that. Obviously, he's not, you know, but then like when you come to the actual sites and the evidence and things like that, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. Um Maybe people are seeing different things than me, um, but I don't know. When you put in the amount of time talking to people and researching and reading and um, into these things, it just, I don't know. It's like, what are other people looking at? That's what I'm curious. Like, how are other people? Is it a belief thing? Is it like a religion? Is it... Um, hey, don't ask any questions kind of a thing and just go along with it because this person, you know, went to college for five years or seven years or whatever, you know, like I, I, I just, I, I don't know where we're at. Um, hmm. but yeah, so nothing personal against Hancock. I'm just, and then him propping up Jimmy from, uh, was a bright insight or whatever. I mean, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I, gotten a public back and forth with him over the eye of the Sahara on Twitter and he just keeps like repeating the same tweets and stuff he's not very mature about having a real open dialogue and he keeps repeating the same verses from the Critias and the Timaeus that he's handpicking and not addressing any other questions and there's even a dude that's like one of his fans that follows him that went to the eye of the Sahara boots on the ground 
And it was like, yeah, dude, I don't, <laughs> I don't think this was Atlantis, but there might've been something here at one point, you know, or whatever, some culture or even millions of years ago, possibly whales and things like that, you know, who knows? But, um, yeah, I just, I, I, it's like all, and then that guy goes on Rogan and then they're all propagating this stuff. And then we'll get to Rogan in a second. I got my own problems with him as entertaining as he might be and hasn't been in the past. He definitely repeats the same psychedelic talking points, the same ancient history talking points, nothing new for like the last eight years. So again, I love his guests, nothing personal against him. Just mix it up. You know, if you want people to listen, I don't know, mix that, mix that up, you know? Uh, but yeah, so as far as that goes, I definitely don't think the, the eye of the Sahara is uh, Atlantis. So, um, so th yeah, those are people that it's just like, ugh. and there's other things going on. And, but that's just, I just highlighted a, a few of the bigger ones. And then there's people that are like, how come this person's not getting more, uh, spotlight or accolades like a, uh, uh, Dr. Gregory Little's been doing it forever. This this dude, he was a psychologist. He uh, he knows all of the ancient mounds. Some might say that maybe even other people that are bigger than him are getting inspiration from his work. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, I think that uh, I think that we're in a place where you know the people that have put in the work that do have true intentions don't necessarily get the spotlight because it comes down to maybe you're a little bit more controversial or maybe you spout a bunch of conspiracies or whatever it is and you're you're drawing people in through that avenue um so and again i'm not talking shit about anybody personally this is all just my own rantings of a lunatic here um so um philosophy we will be doing a lot of philosophy going forward um yeah we're gonna go back to the ancient stuff um we'll talk about some more of the modern stuff um as well i don't know if we probably won't do like a direct timeline going forward but um yeah i just um i think philosophy when i learned that um, cause I didn't really study it. I mean, yeah, I think I might've taken a class when I was younger, but I never really found it like interesting or whatever. But then through these knowledge quests and looking on into all these mysteries and stuff like that, um, the one place that I feel like had validity to it, where you could exercise your mind and look into these things in a way, a portal that has like legitimacy, like, Oh, I can use these thinking tools to achieve the same thing, but maybe in a more, uh, a less abstract way, or maybe I'm not taking in as much shit data, if you will, by using epistemology and, uh, tools like that, you know, like where, where the theory of knowledge, where does this information come from? If you can start with that, like assess then cognitive biases, if that information came from a person or an observation, what are their qualifications? Do they have any blind spots? What is their, you know, so right now um, we're living in a sea of people that are communicating with each other all over the globe, spouting all sorts of ideas, conveying to each other how they feel, what they think. And it's just so much data, so much stuff to take in. Um, so I think that right now we do need philosophy, this idea that 
it was replaced by science and that's all we need is the scientific method. And, you know, that's great. But I, I, science is only good at telling us how things work. It doesn't tell us why, or even if there is a why. So yeah. Um, I want to look into things too. Like, and I've mentioned this before, like, um, is there some sort of like inherent or metaphysical good and evil in the universe, things of that nature that have to do with philosophy of the mind. So we'll be discussing a bunch of that as well. So yeah, again, we're going to go back to the roots on that. Um, Psychedelics. Um, So anybody that has listened to Mind Escape regularly has known about this this topic uh, from me and is dearly close to my heart. Um, I'm definitely... um, I am definitely encouraged by the research and the changing laws that are happening out there. I know not everybody's thrilled. I know there's people that are just like the indigenous side of it or the, the, the shaman and the plant medicine side of it. And then there's other people that are just interested in the the medicinal side of it and then the clinical side of it. Uh, but I, based on just me understanding the power of these compounds that, and how they've helped me that I also, I uh, just want to see where this goes. Um, and I think that if you look at what's happening with cannabis, especially in Michigan and um, Illinois, and I've, these are two places that I've lived that um, I've watched um, become fully recreational where, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I would like to see the statistics too on like how things have changed. Um, and, um, you know, in terms of like, DUIs and accidents and, and things of that nature. I would I, don't, I haven't really looked into that, but I would like to start looking into some of that stuff as well. Um. So yeah, just I think it needs to become an, an option. You know, it doesn't have to become oh everybody has to start doing this or oh this is what everybody should do because that's what got us into this trouble to begin with, right? Is a one size fits all type scenario. I think if you have a toolbox full of tools you can then figure out what tool works best for you based on your own, you know, almost look at it like some sort of archetype fix. If you think that human beings, and this might be a little reductive, but if you boil down personalities, there's probably only a certain amount, right? I mean, everybody is a unique and individual, but, you know, there's probably some, some consistency there, if you will. Um, so... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, so, yeah, as far as the ancient use of psychedelics and the metaphysics associated, um, I'm actually confident. I think we're one of the better podcasts regarding ancient psychedelic and, and plant use um, and also the metaphysics and the philosophy behind it. I think we're one of the top, if not the top, regarding that. Um, you know, there's more popular ones, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, in ter- in terms of uh, uh, actual credible cross-reference knowledge, I think that, yeah, we're there. Somebody said, are you an advocate for heroic? Yeah, yeah. Um, whatever works for you. Um, I'm not a micro guy, um, but I know a lot of people that swear by it. So, you know, whatever, again, whatever works for you. I like the occasional uh, hard go at it. Uh, that usually serves me better, but there's some people that swear by microdosing and they're having great success uh, doing it. So, 
again, it's more of a spectrum thing. I don't think it's a um, a one size fits all. I do, I do think there's some uh, we should talk about at some point or have like a debate about um, whether it's compound in chemistry versus uh, the psychedelic the experience, right? The psychedelic experience. Like, what's helping? What's the what's the mechanism? Is it, is it placebo too? I mean, it, not that it, obviously when you take, you know, four or five grams of mushrooms, you're in, you know, you're not getting out of that. Um, uh, but in terms of the effects that it has, um, on your mind and stuff like that too, like how, how you figure things out and how you work your way out of that. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I, I think that that's an interesting debate to be had. I personally think it's more of the experience and this um, connection to, and I know there's a lot of people that would push against it, but like this spiritual aspect of it, because there is something, it doesn't have to be like a God thing, or it's just something greater than yourself. And I think that um, if you can achieve that other ways, great, but I think that some people can't see that. Uh, They need that like slap in the face with it, right? Because they can't achieve that on a daily basis. Some people are lucky and they can. So, um, let's see here. So, yeah, we will continue to look into all the ancient and metaphysical aspects of it. Um, recently I have um, been writing down stuff from past notebooks and stuff. And I also have recorded past alchemical experiments and crazy experiences uh, that I will definitely talk about at some point. Um, it's kind of, uh, and I mentioned this earlier, it's kind of frustrating watching like Rogan just repeat the same thing. Um, because I feel like his, and he's, he's a dude that does obviously a lot of stuff, whatever. I'm not going to be one of these people that just comes in and just shits on people. Uh, it's not what I do at the same time. You have the largest platform. You have an opportunity, um, you know, not everything is John Marco Allegro's sacred mushroom in the cross. And not everything is, uh, jesters. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just always the same things that are repeated. Um, and I just wish it, and I think it's a double edged sword. Cause I think on one end, I don't think as many people would know about psychedelics and DMT. He has the largest reach. So I don't, I, I think it's, but it's like, you know, he's a man of, according to himself many you know habits and um you know ventures and things like that so maybe the dude just literally doesn't have time but i mean maybe just have somebody create some talking points or like studies hey this is a new study you know pull this up jamie or whatever you know i don't know i'm just ranting here but uh i like the guests that he has on and uh, i just don't understand the repeating stuff, but I probably repeat stuff too. So who am I to talk? Um, let's see here. Oh, and if you want somebody that mixes it up a little bit more with a lot of the same science guests, Lex Friedman does a great job and he asks a lot of interesting, different questions too. Um, but, um, yeah, so that's kind of where I stand on on the psychedelic stuff. We will be doing more of it. Uh, I think that it's one of the more legitimate mysteries in terms of obviously consciousness is a massive mystery, um, and then you take into account this 
compound these compounds that have this insane effect that we don't really understand it's got to be the top or one of the top mysteries out there um especially because it might have influenced many of our religions you know whatever you want to call traditions mystery schools um more art as i mentioned more talking about music i might start working on recording my own album here soon too Uh, i haven't really um been playing i've been i've recently started playing my guitars again but i haven't uh before that i took like a five or six months off and it's just i get more depressed when i feel like i don't play music and when i play music things are going great so i gotta get back to making a cd or cd i just said cd nobody makes a cd i gotta make an album um so and i haven't done that in probably eight years and if you're interested, actually, Maurice's band just made one last year. You can go check out the link. I have the link down below. Um, his band's name's Dogo, D-O-E-G-O-E. Um, so go check them out. Cool stuff. It's like a mix. It's like, you know, poppy, rocky with, like, jam influence. It's cool. Um, and Maurice wrote those songs. So go support them. Let's see here. Shout out to Maurice. I think he's either... In the Tetons or on his uh, way back. Um, so hopefully maybe we'll get some footage. Maybe we can get another Maurice's Adventures up on our channel at some point. Um, consciousness, of course, we'll be talking about that. We're gonna, probably going to go near-death experience heavy at some point too. Um, so watch for that. Altered states in general. Um, let's see here. AI. I definitely want to talk more about AI. We haven't talked about nearly enough. I have thoughts, feelings, um, philosophies on that. Um, occult and esoteric knowledge. We will be discussing more of this going forward, focusing, um, you know, not heavy on it, but, uh, you know, we, we come and go on that one a bit. We started off very heavy, um, too mystical. They were calling me Mystical Mike out there. I didn't. I didn't like it. I had to. Uh, I had to digress. But yeah, we'll definitely do more lucid dreams too. Um, sorry if you've been hearing some sort of trickling the whole time too. It's been raining and storming here like crazy for the last bit, and I don't know if that's the gutter or what, but it's getting on my last nerves. Um, so that's just kind of where we're at. Again, I just wanted to do a solo episode to update everybody um, on where I'm at, what I'm thinking. It's tough. I'm going to be honest. I feel like the universe was conspiring against us continuing to do the podcast. So after I moved to Michigan, I got everything set up. Um, And then it's just been like one thing after another, just like life stuff and like good stuff, you know, like busy summer stuff. But uh, between that and people canceling, people, you know, whatever the case may be, uh, can't do it, whatever, um, reschedules, you know, stuff happens. So, like I said, I will be doing this alone, though, if, you know, somebody else can't do it, whether it be a fill-in guest or Maurice or uh, an actual guest. Um, I'm just going to start doing it, and I'll do interesting topics like knowledge-based topics like I did in the past like slideshow type stuff um 
I just want to keep this thing going. I think it's been a great source of my knowledge and development, uh, personal development, uh, philosophically, spiritually. Um, I think it's made me a better person, a better man, a better father, a better husband. Um, so I'm going to continue to do it. And when you do something for five, six years, um, it just feels right. So doing the show feels right. Again, um, I'm a little depressed about the fact that I even had to say some of the stuff I said tonight about some of the people that I said it about, but that's just how I feel. Um, that's literally just how I feel. Um, as somebody that was a huge fan of a lot of these people, as somebody that's dumped hours into this. And I've tried, I've reached out to some of these people too, to have them on the podcast in the, in the past. And, um, you know, whatever the case may be, I just, it's just crazy to me that the people that are given platforms and the amount of research that they do, and then the people that are out there busting their ass, trying to make content. Like for instance, if you haven't checked out Laura, the megalith hunter, go check out her channel. I, Laura does an awesome job. If you love ancient Mediterranean sites and things of that nature, Greece and uh, Malta and all those sites, go check out her channel, uh, Megalith Hunter. Um, and, you know, like I said, mentioned earlier, like Dr. Gregory Little, um, you know, these are people that, um, you know, don't get the credit that they deserve. And there's a ton of people, you know, there's, you know, with the psychedelic stuff too, there's all sorts of, there's people that are just out there to make money. There's people that are saying crazy shit. Um, I've tried to cultivate the people that we've had on the show. And that's not just because we've had them on the show, but I, everybody that we've had the show, except for a few people, which I will never name names, just felt like they were legit. Like they felt like they believed at least what they were saying. Um, which is all you want is somebody to be open and honest about their own research and philosophies and stuff like that. And then, you know, once in a while you'll come across somebody who you'll feel like they're just saying shit to say shit. Um, and look, if you're going to say, Hey, I just like to speculate, or I'm going to do this podcast on aliens and I'm not a scientist. I'm not an astrobiologist, but you know what? We're just going to sh shoot the shit about aliens. That's cool. Who cares about that? You know, I think the problem for me is I see these people take things as gospel where they get angry and want to like debate you about stuff, but then they don't have, they haven't done shit. They have not done shit. Um, and then it gets even worse. Like if you've had a personal experience, whether it be of the mystical or psychedelic or UFO, and then you have other people trying to tell you what you experienced or what you felt or you know, what you saw, it's this, it's kind of, it's like, dude, it's like, what, you know, like, no, my experience was my experience. So it's like all this stuff that's happening and all these talking points and stuff like that. It's just, there's a lot of rhetoric out there. And I feel like human beings have gotten a lot worse at just being mindless androids, at least before computers and iPhones and all that stuff, you were forced to like be in your own room and read books or go outside and be part of nature or whatever. And you can still do that, by the way, you have that option. Um, but before you cared about what everybody else thought, you developed yourself as a person. And now everybody's just leeching off each other in this one giant organism. And maybe that's the death. Maybe that's the final destination. Um, maybe human beings are like some sort of, you know, like bee 
beehive mentality mammals. Like maybe your our final destination is some sort of hive mentality, won't or just you know what's the like the end of uh, <laughs> what is it Power Rangers where they each become part of this massive you know like robot or or monster <laughs> or whatever to fight off these things you know like I I don't know I have no idea but I just I see less and less people using philosophy and critical thinking and we need more of it um and I think you can question everything too to a point where it's like oh come on like I I think any way you go everything's got to be in moderation any way you go you can um you know, believe so much stuff that your brain falls out of your head, or you can believe nothing and have a miserable life. So, um, I think that again, like everything else, moderation is key. And I think it's important to find that balance. And I think there is a balance to all of these mysteries. Um, I don't know what it is. I wish I did. Um, I can only speak from my personal experiences, which I've done in the past. And, um, as I've mentioned, uh, if anybody's got any suggestions, a guest or uh, a book or whatever, I'm always down to learn something. I don't pretend to know everything. I just think that, um, I don't know. I think we got to take this thing to the next level or else we're doomed because based on what I'm seeing, it's not looking good. Um, it's one thing to have a world uh, in chaos uh, because of stuff we can't control it's another thing to have a world of chaos with things we can control and then have other things that are worse come in that we can't control like a comet or an asteroid and i will say this for the negative things i did say about um graham hancock earlier one thing that he has done is brought awareness and advocacy um to the idea of we could get wiped out maybe we've been wiped out more recently than we think comet asteroid uh whatever um, and I think that that's important because I, I do think that we are so naive to think that that we can control everything because we can't given look at the world, look at what's happening out there. We can't we, we think we do and we do have a massive ability to manipulate things. But I think Mother Nature is just a force. Uh, and I don't think that that's not something we're going to be able to harness or or win if that's even how you want to put it. But, um, but yeah, so I just wanted to say that cause I do think that him bringing attention to that, I think is, is good because, um, there's a lot of near earth objects and a lot of stuff that gets detected at the last second and whatever. Um, so I think it's important to keep an eye on that kind of stuff, um, and use the tools and, and the knowledge we do have, you know, if you want to talk about a, a species with amnesia, but now you're realizing, oh, a comet or an asteroid. Okay, well then push that. Like I thought that was the most credible episode of the Hancock series was the last one with Randall Carlson where they were talking about the Younger Dryest impact hypothesis because they do have actual evidence to say, hey, something happened. I don't, we don't know exactly or what or what, but, but hey, look, there's evidence here. Let's check this out. Um, so again, I think that you just run with that. I don't know why you have to, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to go back into that, but, um, so that's where I'm at, uh, going forward. I love everybody that we've had on for the last couple of years. Everybody's welcome back on. 
Um, again, if you have any guest suggestions or topic suggestions, I mean, some, some other things I was thinking about getting into, which we've never really discussed, um, would be like, uh, let's see here. Let's see if I wrote anything down. Um, oh yeah. Like, uh, the Holy Grail, the Ark of the Covenant, um, some of these more mystical things, um, Let's see here. Oh, I did just watch some movie, and I actually recommend it, whether you're religious or not. If you're into scary movies, definitely check it out. But it's called The Pope's Exorcist. Um, and while it's not a true story in terms of like how it plays out in the movie, I don't think, the guy, the inspiration behind the character, and then I think part of the case and everything is based off of a true event. So like, what I found interesting about this was... This was the top exorcist in the Catholic Church that was, you know, that was the Pope's guy or whatever. But this guy's admitting that, like, so he did, like, 50,000 of them. And he's saying that, like, he's saying out of the 50,000 exorcisms he's done, most of them were mental health. He was saying that, like, schizophrenia or, you know, multiple personality or whatever. Um, And he's saying that, like, a hundred or a couple hundred out of all of those he felt like were actually pure evil though which was kind of interesting um and again i don't know what you believe about that something we've talked about with like anthony tyler um and a few uh (laughs) a few other people but um but yeah I, i find that interesting because i i think like when you look at these serial killers i've seen enough of these shows with my wife uh she watches like you know like mind hunter and then like all these id tv shows um it's clear to me, and I'm not a psychologist, but it's clear to me that the serial killer thing is is a forged through nurture. Um, so whether it be abuse or neglect or combination of those things or whatever, maybe it's a combination of everything, but I just feel like uh, the idea that there's something metaphysical out there that's also like a force that could be pushing some sort of negativity. I think I find that interesting too. Is, does that, is that possibly in existence somehow? You know, I don't know, but that's what I want to look into a little bit more. Um, the exorcism thing I did find interesting. I did start going down a little bit of a rabbit hole where again, I was raised Roman Catholic and I stopped going to church when I was like 13 or 14. And I was like, well, why do all these people think they're right and everybody else is wrong kind of a thing and that just didn't make sense to me so from there on out I just like not not into it um but I do find the exorcism thing and then so you have the word demon come from daemon which in ancient Greece just means like entity like it was said that Socrates would walk around talking to his daemon which just means you know, like a, a metaphysical being or, you know, you, you see Socrates and uh, Plato over my shoulders right now, picture them not there, but them being there kind of a thing and then talking to them like an angel and a devil or something like that. So that's where that word comes from. And we've used it obviously to to depict this evil, negative, metaphysical spirit. However, um. You know, the actual demon that we think of, I think, comes from Sumerian, uh, the Sumerians, which, you know, Pazuzu, 
Lamash too, I think, was his wife, and there was like a contradiction there. I think Lamash too, or one of them, he saves the babies from Lamash too. So he's got like positive qualities along with super negative qualities too. Um, and there's some that speculate, and I don't necessarily believe this, that Gobekli Tepe was a skull cult. There's actually a pretty good book I recommend um, on the kind of this ancient evil stuff. It's called Evil Archaeology. I think it's Heather Lynn is the author. I read it a while back. Maybe I'll reread it because there's stuff about like trepanning and shamanism. It was pretty interesting. And she's a, I think, a PhD archaeologist, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, yeah, go check that out. Um, but, yeah, so that's the kind of stuff, you know. Um, if I'm being honest, I didn't know, you know, where I want to go with mine. Because, like, for a long time our identity was this idea of the fringe and trying to promote this idea that there's more. And, I again, I believe that that's true. I just don't necessarily... <laughs> believe a lot of the people and what they're saying now based on doing research so um and again i don't think i'm better or anything and i'm happy to debate but um that's just where i'm at and i think that it'll be interesting um to see where this goes now because we're going to continue to talk about a lot of the same stuff but maybe through a little bit more of a different lens and also um my own research and things that I find and find interesting and patterns and things like that. So it'll be a combination um, of all that. And I'm always open to suggestions and, you know, I'm always, I've been trying to build a mind escape community for a while. So if anybody wants to help in any kind of way, um, you know, let me know and collaborations too. I'm trying to work out some collaborations with some glass artists. Um, a couple people have reached out in the past. Uh, sorry. I've, you know, just been super busy, but we'll try and make something happen. And, um, yeah, I think that's, that's about it. I'm going to wrap it up here, but this was an interesting experience doing this by myself, um, with no guest. And I just wanted to lay it all out there because I feel like sometimes I talk too much in the beginning of episodes when we have guests and stuff like that. So maybe this is good to do once in a while and just get it all out there. Um, and the reason why I'm saying all this stuff, too, is I feel like we owe, or I owe everybody who's been on this ride with us, you know, the background of what's going on. I don't, I hate watching these channels where it's like, how did this person arrive, or why does this person think this now, or whatever. I'm giving you the guts right now. I'm giving you the, the juicy interiors of, of, you know, thing. And I'm telling you how the sausage is made <laughs> in some regard. Um I can tell you that there are people that are full of shit and they know they're full of shit. They can't, they're doing the same thing that they're criticizing those academics who write those books and hold on to those beliefs for 40 years uh, and not changing the paradigm. They're doing the exact same shit. They're just getting the money instead of that academic or whatever. So, um, but uh, yeah. I don't, I don't want to sound, I don't want to sound depressing about it. Cause I, again, I, I do like to think that this ch channel provides hope that there is more out there. Cause again, I do believe that, um, that is something I can be certain on, um, uh, for myself, I should say, um, based on my experiences, what it is, I don't know, but we are going to wrap it up here. Um, 
I appreciate everybody's comments. I've seen some people pop in I haven't seen in a while. So thank you so much, Chase and Nicholas and uh, Faux Turkey Cafe, uh, Cry Me a Dinner. And uh, yeah, thank you. Um, so yeah, uh, leave a comment too if you have any specific topics you want me to touch on. I'm, I'm pretty much open you know, at this point, if it's in the wheelhouse, kind of what we talk about, obviously nothing crazy. I'm not going to start talking about shit. I don't know about, but, um, philosophical stuff, mysteries of life, mysteries of the mind, universe, stuff like that. Uh, shoot it, shoot it our way and we'll figure it out. If you want to send me anything, um, in terms of connecting in that regard, you can send, you know, anything to our email, mind escape podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, I try and, you know, check that out as much as I can. Um, sometimes stuff gets sent to the spam, so bear with us. I'll, I'll keep checking that as well. Um, and that's it. We, we love everybody. I really appreciate everybody who's been a Patreon or a patron for this long. Um, you know, there's some people that have been almost patrons the whole time we've been, uh, podcasting. So thank you so much for your support. Um, this is not free to do. We do you know, have technology and softwares and computers and things. And this is a live show. Um, so if you're listening on an audio platform, um, if you're listening on an audio platform, please check out, uh, our YouTube channel. We do all of our episodes live, uh, on YouTube. And if you're watching live on YouTube, please check us out on all the audio platforms as well as we do have video episodes on Spotify. So if you use Spotify, we have our video episodes up on there. Uh, I have been doing them in 4k. I don't know if it looks that crisp or not, but, uh, hopefully it does. So but yeah, shout out to everybody. Um, hopefully, like I said, Maurice will make us a, uh, Maurice's adventures, uh, video of his backpacking trip to the Tetons. And that's it. We just really appreciate everybody's love and support. Um, I'll play the trailer for our documentary as we get out of here. If you have not watched our documentary, please go check it out and share it. Um, it's called As Within, So Without, From UFOs to DMT. It is free on our YouTube channel. We do have a director's cut available for seven seventy seven on our Patreon, which is um, also, uh, you know, you get all of our exclusive interviews and stuff that's on there on our Patreon. You know, we've done a lot of stuff with the, the guests we've had on in the past it's on there. So uh, if you want to support the show, the best way to do it is leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, please subscribe on YouTube. Um, give us a thumbs up. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, our, our new logo. Um, thank you to Aubrey. Um, and our new logo uh, is available in our merch store if anybody's interested. Uh, I love that slime green lettering. I'm trying, like I said, I'm trying to work on hooking up with a glass artist that can capture that in some way, whether in some sort of turp marble set or maybe um, a pipe. You know, I was thinking like making like a really cool uh, dicrylic like uh, pipe where it looks like the galaxy, and then having like some like green slime mind escape lettering on it or something. I think that would look pretty dope. So. That's it. You know, I just want to say that. Well, I love everybody. Uh, stay safe out there. We made Mind Escape History tonight. Thank you for everybody that tuned in to my first solo episode. 
and uh, I'm going to play the trailer for our documentary, and uh, we're going to get out of here. So, everybody, have a nice night. Peace. I don't have to believe something's here. There's no question about that. They are not just from this planet, but based on the characteristics they're most often described having, that they're simply us from the future. It was um, the biggest aircraft I've ever seen in my entire life. It was semi-translucent, it seemed. We see four orange orbs flying one after another, basically in formation. Um, I think in a way, you know, you could call a UFO a flying dream. Out of the cornfield, that seven foot tall, gray, menacing, communion looking alien or whatever you want to call it. Because it can be a multitude of things, of deities, of godlike creatures, of aliens. The reality that we experience on a day-to-day -day basis seems to be this very, very thin slice of something far larger and far more complex. As within, so without from UFOs to DMT.